What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay, uh, okay amen. Um, is there anyone on the on the uh, prayer line? I can't hear. I'm not sure. I know you're you're on um talk show, correct? Yes, ma'am, and I believe uh, Prophet Bob is on there. Okay, let One, me see. Uh, regular line. Let me see. For everyone to
Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Monday Night Bible Study and Accessory Prayer. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Like I said, our God is an awesome God. I am so blessed this evening. Amen. I can't, I mean, I I just can't say how blessed I am. I mean, like, y'all have to just give God praise. He's an awesome God. He has seen us through, oh, my goodness. You know, if we look back this year alone, he has provided miracles. He has provided blessings. He has provided everything that we have needed. So I got to give him praise tonight. Amen. Amen. Uh, Prophet Bob, would you like my open us up in prayer? I'd be honored to. Thank you. <clears throat> Emily, Father, I repented earlier, Lord. But between that time... And right now, I could have made a mistake. I could have read something in the chat room that wasn't pleasing to you. If there be any hidden sin also, forgive me. Wash me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we're gathered here tonight to fellowship with you. To sit back, Father, and hear a a deep word from the throne room of God. And Father, we're grateful you're here. I know you're always with us. You promised us in your word that you'd never leave us nor forsake us. But I'm ever so grateful you're on the prayer call tonight. So kick back your slippers or your shoes, Father or your sandals, and join us in one accord as we hear from the throne room of God. Father, if somebody just comes on the prayer call, or even in talks you, that may come by, not playing games, but wanting to hear, thus saith the Lord, touch them. If there be one soul that doesn't know you as their personal Savior, save them to the uttermost. And yes, your word says when you save them, you will save their entire household. And we're ever so grateful that you watch over your word to perform it. And we're honored once again for all the members of Simple Words Ministry and other ministries that are represented tonight, that they have come tonight to hear from you. Bless them abundantly to the overflow. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen, amen, amen. Again, everyone, good evening. Welcome to Monday Night Bible Study and Assessor Prayer. This is Sister Lushana. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, like I said. Uh, tonight we're in for a treat again. We have Elder Jude Malcolm who is going to bring us the lesson tonight. So um, before we even get started, I always ask, a uh, reason why I was asking testimonies and praise reports, it's very simple. Our testimon- testimonies are what get you through. It's our It's our report. It's not only just sitting praise to God, but it also helps people who are also going through. 
So, you know, that's the reason why I always open the line with testimonies and praise support. So right now the line is open right here. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise, praise the Lord. Um, I just um, I want to give God a testimony. Um, we did the financial um, declarations this um, this afternoon on the Prophet's Corner, and yeah. when I was closing the line, I said, you know, I pray that um, you know everyone will have a testimony. Glory to God after the declarations were um that were made. Well, I went downstairs and um my husband went to the mailbox and I actually got a check in the mail. Um I you know, I'm not gonna say the amount, glory to God, because you know, God must get the glory in everything that um you know that happens in our lives, amen. But the fact is Glory to God. I believe it is the start of what is to come. We decreed and we declared, and not even 10 minutes, there was a check in, in my mailbox. So I just want to thank God for manifestation of his prophetic word that even before we call, he will answer while we are speaking, he, he will hear. Glory to God. And I declare and I declare glory to God and overflow for each and every person hallelujah, that received the declarations that were spoken today. So I just wanted to share that. God bless you. Hallelujah. Um, glory to God. Amen. Wow. Praise, praise God. God. Hallelujah. Yes. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Uh, the line is now open for your testimonies and principles. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless everyone. God bless you, Minister Lashana. God bless everyone. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you, Dad. How are you doing? Wonderful. Um, Hallelujah, Grace. I want to bless God um, for life, health, and strength. Amen. I know sometimes that might seem like a small testimony, but um, I really believe in my heart that it is not. Um, from um, going through physically in my body and, you know, with different medical challenges and things, um, every day, every moment um, that I'm not in pain, that um, I'm able to do the things that I need to do with my children, um, that I'm able to be here on the line with my Simple Words Ministry family, um, that I'm able to run errands and just uh, live and be productive and do all the things that God needs me to do, um, the time that I'm able to stay up and someone will message me for prayer. And, you know, all of those things are not done in my strength. They are done in God's strength. Um, and I, I can look at it and just say, Lord, that was nobody but you. <laughs> so I just and, want to thank I, I thank him um, for his strength. I thank him for a pain-free day. I'm, I'm getting ready to have a lot of company. My house seems, seems to be the house to come to. <laughs> so I'm getting ready to have about 15 to 20 people at my house. And I bless God for that. I bless God for the fellowship. I bless God for the opportunity to be able to serve others and to uh, minister to others in the process. 
Um, so I'm blessing God for, like, like I said, life, health, and strength. Um, because for me, that is a huge, um, you know, something to thank God for. Um, in Him we live, we move, and we have our being. And I mean, without life, health, and strength, then there's no testimony. So I just want to bless God for that. God bless you all. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Again, you know, we have all been blessed. Um, I guess my testimony tonight is like I'm just happy and I'm blessed. Um, I'm what you know. God has so much. Um, God got a lot. God has a bright future for each and every one of us, and I just got to give God praise. I mean, my thing is my God is an awesome God. That's my testimony. I mean, sometimes we just got to give God praise just to give him praise, not for what he's done for us or what he's going to do, but just simply giving him praise. Amen. 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 Let me have one more testimony or praise report. Amen. Oh, amen. We have. Hallelujah. Uh, Good evening, everybody. Good evening, daughter. Good evening. Uh, I'm so happy. I'm happy too. I'm happy that it's it's Monday. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That that God have us here on the, another Monday. Woo woo. I'm happy <laughs> about that. That that testimony you just gave, Pastor Marie Jen. Awesomeness. And um my praise report is that um uh after 'cause 'cause this week is um they get out early for school and everything and, and it's report card time. I I'm just so happy at what my my children's teachers always say about them, and they they are doing exceptionally well too in school. So I'm very very happy and very grateful for that. That the Lord gives me strength to, you know, to help them along with their studies and and things that they need to do in school. You know, so I'm just very very proud. Of them. I'm a very proud mommy tonight. Um, uh, and I'm so happy to be here. I'm so glad that it's Monday night and I'm ready for El Tachu, Malcolm. I just get kind of giddy when she comes on, but I really love this. Um, I'm just happy to be here. That's it. That's it. I praise the Lord for everything he's done, that he that He does, and, and that he's him, Sister LaShawna, that he just blesses all the time, you know. So amen. I'm with you. Amen. 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 amen, amen, amen. Like I said, our God is an awesome God. He, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying he's just so awesome. I don't know. That's amen. This song that got me just giddy. I'm like, God is so awesome. He is, a, I mean, he is. So, uh, without further ado, uh, Elgin, are you on the line? <laughs> Um, praise the Lord, Minister Lashana. Um, can you hear me? Praise the Lord. Yes, yes, I can hear you. Amen. Um, is, it, is, it, is it clear? Very clear. Praise God. I'm I'm in the talk show room tonight. I'm experimenting. Amen. <laughs> so let, let us pray, man. Father God, right now, watch me, your son's precious blood. Give him my sins, peace, thoughts, and actions. Anything that's not of you, I do honestly repent. 
and I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. You are my Abba Father, my El Shaddai, my Elohim, and I give you praise tonight. Father God, we thank you. First of all, we come with you with a heart of thanksgiving tonight. Father God, we thank you for what you've done. We thank you for what you're about to do. And we thank you for the lesson that's about to go forth, Father God. Father God, we lift up our overseers, Dr. Angela and Benjamin Rucker, Father God. You see what they're needing right now, Father God, and we thank you for blessing them mightily indeed. Father God, right now, I lift up Pastor Marie Chen up to you, Father God. Yes, we Lord. We thank you for the opportunities and the blessings that is coming right now to her in the name of Jesus. And Father God, right now, I lift up Elder June to you, Father God. As she goes forth, Father God, prepare our hearts, our minds, our souls tonight so we can receive the lesson tonight, Father God. And, Father God, as she goes forth for her totally decrease, and you totally increase in her, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And right now, Father God, we bind up every distraction, every interference, every cell phone interference, every Internet interference, every talk show interference. We're not even having that tonight, Father God. We bind it up, Father God, and we lose the Holy Spirit in its place. We lose the Holy Spirit. We lose your son, Jesus. Yes, Lord. We thank you, Father God, so we can be in the presence of you. So tonight, God, we thank you for being in the presence of you tonight, Father God. And, Father God, right now, we thank, we lift up every single mem- member of Simple Words Ministry, Father God. I thank you for the ones that are here and those who had the desire to be here but couldn't, Father God. We thank you for blessing their household. We thank you for covering their household. We thank you for walking, guiding their footsteps each and every day, Father God. And right now, Father God, Father God, right now, we give you all the honor and all the glory and all the praise. And I pray this prayer in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Ella June, the line is yours. Um, praise the Lord, saints of God. Um, Minister Lashana, is it possible I can, um, I, um, is it possible, um, we could open with a song. Could I have a song? Sure. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to Amen. God. Thank you. Jesus. Is there a specific one that you have Hallelujah. in mind, Ep June? No, no, no particular song. Um, the Spirit just said to sing a song. And I don't really yeah. sing, and um, didn't give me a particular song. If he did give me a particular one, I would try to sing it. And torment everybody, but he didn't. Just as he needs a song. Uh, <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> so, Lashana, do you mind if I if I play one? Yay! Go right ahead. Mr. Lashana. Yes, go right ahead. Amen. Okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God.
Hallelujah. 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 Let's let's praise the Lord, saints of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We just magnify. I I love the Lord. I so love God. Hallelujah. And and I love how he does his business. I love how he does how he do things. You know, he said that um he wanted he wanted a song and he didn't particularly give me a song. And um I'm too old with the Lord to try and, and um outsmart him. <laughs> try or try and do anything that uh, I think he won't detect. So I, I could have I could have pretended like I know what song he wanted to hear. And, and try to sing it, but um, I, I decided not to do that. That's not a very good thing to do to try and outsmart God. To always look silly. You make you look silly. Anyways, earlier earlier this week, I was having a discussion about praise and worship. Um, that segment of the church, um, and I'm going to say that before I even greet the presence of Christmas, praise of the Lord on the line, and 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 pass it to anybody else. But I was having a discussion about praise and worship. Um, because I I function, um, I live, I survive, I survive by praising God and worshiping God, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so glad that that segment um, is allotted to that ministry in, in, the, in the church. But I find these days, um, it seems to me like much of the body of Christ does not understand what praise and worship is. And most of the praise and worship leaders don't they don't understand what they're supposed to be doing, or what their ministry is, or if they even consider themselves to be in a ministry. And so I I think most of the time when I when I'm present for praise and worship, and and this might sound very facetious, and I just wanted to take it in this because I'm saying it. I I I do love. It everybody who employed themselves in any kind of way in the church. And I respect them and admire them for what they're doing. And I'm glad that they're in church rather than someplace else, because I know they could be someplace else. So I, I glorify God. I appreciate them. But I just want to say that um, most of the time when I'm present for praise and worship in church, I find that the folks who are leading praise and worship, if I'm not careful, they will prove prevent me. They're more of a humbug than a help in getting to where I need to get to. Because I use that time in church to fight battles. And not for everybody and everything, but especially in things personal or things that I am interested in for other people. I think the praise and worship is just a beautiful time to gain entrance before the Lord and to present to him um whatever you're watching over or whatever you're dealing with at that time. Um, but I find in church these days, if, if, if I'm not careful, um, I, that will not happen. The praise and worship team will prevent me from doing that. And and so I, I went off to, to consider as to why that might be. And and this is what I what I just said is not really what I want to say, why, why I, I bring up the argument. What I want to say is a lot of people draw a distinction between praise and worship. And, and I think that's what the humble is. Um, they will, like, praise is like these fast songs that people jump up and clap their hand and they say, that's praise. 
then they go real quiet and thank the Muslims and they say that's worship. And, and and so I went off and I spoke to a few folks who were in that ministry and I said, why is that your mindset? That there's a distinction between praise and worship, that there's a difference. And um, they're trying to explain it to me and I'm trying to understand what they're saying. But tonight I just want to say, um, on, I want to say tonight um, on the air, now, in the Bible, there's no difference between praise and worship. Praise and worship is one and the same thing. Um, to praise God is to worship God, and to worship God is to praise God. I searched the scriptures to find this distinction to see if I could put myself in the, in the frame of mind where the church is at so that I don't feel like I'm missing, I'm missing um, what's going on. But the Bible doesn't bear us out about this praise and worship thing according to how we have it. And so tonight, I guess because that's, I was talking to some folks about praise and worship and I was thinking about it, I, I, have, a, I have a niece that she's a praise and worship leader and she had sent back and says of the two sectors of the services, she enjoyed the worship better than the praise. And so I was trying to talk to my niece and says, Catherine, please take that out of your mindset. Um, that is unscriptural that you're going to Welcome to Verizon Wireless. The wireless customer you called is not available at this time. Please try your call again later. Announcement 1, switch 2, 2, dash 1, 0. Mm. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. The wireless customer you called is not available at this time. Somebody needs to check their phones. I have no internet on my computer, so I can't take care of the line tonight. Please check your phones. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Pastor. <laughs> so, so I was saying, I, I, um, the Lord says I, I wanted a song, and he didn't give me a song. But the song that um, you chose, Pastor, um, consolidate my thought, that praise and worship is one and the same thing. And so if we get on with the business of praising God and worshiping God and stop making these unprofitable or unfruitful distinctions and um, not allowing the spirit to flow how he wants to flow, I believe that we will have have more benefit in that segment of the worship at church or the service at church. I, I'm so glad that I'm a part of the family of God and and as a member of the family of God, then I am able to participate fully in every segment of God of God's service, especially when we get to get in a public place. And some folks say that they go out they go out of church when it's a praise time, but they come back in when it's a worship time, or they go out when it is a worship time, they're only staying for the praise time. And I says, how do we get to that place where the enemy can so divide us and dissect us and, and, and cause us to miss, miss the whole point of what we're doing? So I just want to declare to everybody tonight that praise and worship according to the scripture is one and the same. There's no distinction. And if we get over that little hump, will be more profitable when we employ ourselves to praise and worshiping God in our in our services. So with that said, Pastor Ted, I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and I honor you and bless you for maintaining um simple word ministry. Um yesterday I I wanted to say that it was so wonderful to see that you were um on location 
um, preaching and um, um, Minister Rosan was on the line preaching and when I when I got in and and got on the line, it was like you were both preaching the same message under the same one spirit. And wow. I, I just I just bless the Lord for that. It was it was wonderful to see, um, and and beautiful to see. It was as if um, Elder Rosan was in the service with you, and was simply repeat um, rehearsing underlining wow. what you what you had spoken earlier in in person. So I I bless the Lord for that. I I love when the Lord signified to me that simple word ministry is not a wit behind any other ministry. That there are people that is fortified and equipped and blessed and called to carry on this ministry. And I'm so glad that Pastor Chen can um, function where God wants her to function at any particular time. And there and there are ministers and, and other workers in this ministry who is able to carry on and, um, and be effective on the air. So I, 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 blessed, I was blessed twice yesterday by Simple Word Ministry. I was blessed by Pastor Chen in person, and I was blessed by um, Elder Rose on, 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 on the line last night. So, that was the glory. Hallelujah. Simple Word Ministry was my cup of tea um, yesterday. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There is a passage of scripture that the Lord wants me to read. Um, before I begin, and let me see if I could find it. Uh, let me see if I can find it very quickly. In the, in the version that the Lord wants me to read it in. Because I usually read in the um, King James. I love King James. I can defend King James. I've had to um, defend King James a lot. Because I I live with I live with um, people who do not believe in the King James version of the Bible, and um, who who does not believe that it is valid. Um, glory to God! So ever since I got saved, I've always been attacked for King James <laughs> version. So, um, I, I, I love the language of the King James. It's pretty good. I'm, I'm going to read from the Amplified Bible tonight. Not, not, not just this passage of scripture. <clears throat> My other text will still be from King James. But this passage, I'm going to read it from the Amplified Bible. It's 1 Corinthians 1, verses 4 and 5. It says, I thank my God always for you because of the grace of God, which was given you in Christ Jesus, so that in everything you were exceedingly enriched in him, in all speech, empowered by the spiritual gifts, and in all knowledge with insight into the faith. Glory to God. So um, everything that we need is given to us, hallelujah, exceedingly, so that we are enriched in Christ Jesus. And in all that we say and do, we're empowered by the spiritual gifts. And in our knowledge, we have insight into the faith of Jesus Christ. Um, that passage of scripture just, just, certified, just certify us as members of the family of God. I says, I'm so glad that I'm a part of the family of God, washed in his fountain, 
cleansing his blood, join tears with Jesus. And I have a hope that extends beyond this life and this earth, that after this life is over, hallelujah, glory to God. I will reign eternally with Christ, glory to God. This passage of Scripture, 1 Corinthians 1, verse 4 to 5, um, should just erase and remove every doubt and every fear out of your mind. Hallelujah, glory to God. If as a child of God, you're not in a very good place and in a very good position. No matter what's going on on the earth, the earth is very confused right now. Um, for Donald Trump to be elected president of the U.S., it signifies that the earth is very confused. That's the message of God to the world today. The earth is confused. Um, the earth is being overrun by fools, people who just do not any longer know how to discern right from wrong or their as we said, our head from our tail, just confused people. We're on the verge of a um, international chaos. Hallelujah. And the sad thing about it is, is that we are willingly walking that way. Um, you, the U.S. Is, is, is a democratic parliamentary system. Oh, so the people are willingly walking that way. I know there's a movie out called The Matrix, you know, for a while, where it shows that people are zombies and they don't know that they are. They think that they're normal functioning folks. And um, that's, that's where the world is heading. The world is heading where people are, are not conscious of their existence, though they get up every day and go through the motion of going through their day. And so the church, I'm saying it again, the church have a job. The church have a real job. And... Um, if we don't employ ourselves, then even we likewise will suffer with the unsaved. Um, glory to God. Um, if you think God won't let that happen, you, you need to read the scriptures um, in a little bit more detail. God will let us suffer with the unrighteous if we do not apply ourselves um, unto righteousness. Glory to God. He will make us suffer until we come to our senses. Hallelujah. Paul says he turned. Some folks over to the devil. The devil might give them a good whipping if they come to their senses. And he got that from God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Um, we did see the Babylonians and the Syrians and the Egyptians and what they did to Israel. God will sit and watch us suffer if we will not walk in his righteousness until we come to our senses. The saints of God, let us not let us not allow that to happen to us in this century, um, in this day and in this age. We have too much. We have too much resources. We have too much knowledge. We have we have too much access. Hallelujah. Glory to God, to God and his provision. So let us make good. Let us apply ourselves to diligently to prayer and fast and let us put away the strife and the discontent. Um, you know, uh, um, a minister, a brother in the church who runs this business, I, I employed him to do something for me a few years ago, and uh, it's about four years now I haven't gotten my product yet. And, you know, today I said I should take him to court and let him give me my product. And my spirit rebuked me. And I, <laughs> you're, taking, you're taking your brother to court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so look, Says, oh God, we need to get diligent in the scriptures and in the word of God and apply ourselves to knowledge, glory to God, with insight into the faith of Jesus Christ that we can 
we can wrap up this business very quickly and get to our eternal destination. Um, in Jesus' name, that says, I greet the Holy Ghost and the presence of God on the line tonight. I greet you, Minister Burton. Hallelujah. Glory to God and Prophet Bob and um, Sister Erica and everybody else who's on the line tonight. I bless you. And if there's somebody here for the first time, I thank you for coming, and I hope it won't be the last time. And I hope it won't be the last time on a Monday night because we just have some wonderful service here throughout the entire the entire week. Um, Simple Word Ministry is real church. Hallelujah. And you can get everything that you, that you need. And simple word ministry, and I know, I know, in the very near future, God is going to open up a welfare line, a welfare department, a welfare ministry, in simple word ministry, where we will um, meet people's physical, tangible physical needs. Hallelujah! If, uh, if they call in and ask for help, it's, it's going to happen. And so, um, I bless the Lord for growth, and I bless the Lord for. Is faithfulness in in Jesus' name. And Pastor Jennifer, I've never said it before. I'm going to say it now. I I so thank you for having me on um on Simple Word Ministry. <laughs> give me give me something constructive. Hallelujah, glory to God. So thank you. God bless you. Um, tonight we're looking at um God's eternal power and Godhead, and um I'm gonna you could find Romans one verse three. Psalms 132, verse 11, Romans 1, verses 19 to 25, and we will will begin. We will begin there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Romans 1, verse 3. I have to find the scriptures myself, too. So give me a second. Let me me find them. I don't have them written out in front of me. And the Lord won't let me quote scriptures here. He wants me to read them all the time. So let me find it and read it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Romans 1, verse 3. Um, Psalms 132, verse 11 is, is a verse of scripture that I think every Christian, every child of God should memorize. Hallelujah. Every Christian should memorize Psalms, 1, Psalms 132, verse 11. It's just, it's just a marvelous basis for our doctrine of... Um, Jesus Christ and us, as, as the relationship between God and man. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So Romans 1 verse 3 says, um, concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh. Hallelujah. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to read Romans 1 verse 1 to 4 for you to get the context, okay? For you to get the context. Hallelujah. It says, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God, which he had promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. So anything that Paul says, if you look in the Old Testament under the Old Covenant, you will see prophecies are evidence and proof. Um, that those things were to happen and that they would happen. So concerning his son, Jesus Christ, the entire Bible is about Jesus Christ. I had said it before when I was um, 
teaching um, the earlier part of the, 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 the scriptures, that the Bible, the Bible has one theme, and the Bible has one message. The one theme of the Bible is Jesus Christ. The entire Bible, the whole theme of the Bible, you know, the Bible is a whole book. It has 66 books, but it is really one book. And every valid book I've seen, um, Pastor Maureen Chen is an author, and the theme of her book is that um, God has um, established power in this little appendage, you know, called the tongue. Hallelujah. He has given it power. Hallelujah. And the power that we have in our tongue, it can um, give life or it can kill, it can curse or it can bless. That's the theme of her book, The Power of the Tongue. So the Bible is one book, and it also has a theme. And the theme of the Bible is, not a, is, is a person. It's Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is a theme. From Genesis 1, verse 1 to the end of Revelation, the whole book is about Jesus Christ. And the one message that is in the Bible is that God loves man. And you can, that is capsulized in John 3, verse 16. God loves man. God loves man. God loves man. And from Genesis again to Revelation, um, no matter what scenario, no matter the character, no matter um, the incident, what's working out why God have all of all that written in the Bible, is that you can know that he loves you. He loves man. So the, and, and he so loved man that he manifested himself as man on the earth through Jesus Christ or as Jesus Christ and did what he had to do um, in that ministration or in that manifestation, okay? Um, so the, the, the message and the theme was personified in Jesus Christ. The one message of God and the theme were, uh, they were personified and we see we see them, we see the message and the scene as a person. A man conceived in the womb and walked on the earth and did um, normal, natural stuff like other men um, do. And, um, but he was the Lord of glory. And so um, um, God decided that when he was going to do that with himself, he was going to come through um David, David the king of the king of Israel. Um David the shepherd boy turned king supreme. Um David whom God testified and said that he was after his own heart. Now that David, um David whose hand was so messed up with blood that um God says, you know what I don't even want you to to build my temple. It's okay. I'll, I'll find somebody else to do it. Hallelujah. You're, you're a man of war. Your hand is messed up with blood. Um, David, who was an adulterer and a murderer and everything, and after God's own heart. But through him, through him, God testified, hallelujah, and said that he was going to walk on the earth as a man. And as a man, he was going to be of the, of the seed or the stock or the lineage of David, and that's in Psalms 132, um, verse 11. So verse 4 says, And declare to be the Son of God with power, according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection of the dead. So 
um, Jesus, Jesus didn't just walk on the earth and speak um, his identity. I, I said to somebody the other day, if I have to stand up in my house where I am the wife in my house and say to my husband, I am the wife in here, I have a problem. If I have to stand up in my house where my children are and say, I'm the mom here, then I have a problem. Um, if a teacher has to stand up in front of her class and say, I am the teacher in this room, I'm the professor here, you have a problem. If the pastor has to do it, pastor have a problem. Um, because you're not supposed to be speaking your position. You're supposed to be demonstrating your position with power and authority. And once your position is demonstrated, then there's no need for you to declare it with your mouth. If I have to run around and say I'm a Christian um, just to prove to people that I'm a child of God, then I have a problem. Um, people ought to look at me and say, you're a Christian, right? And I'll say, yes, glory to God. Because my, my identity, my identity must be demonstrated. My identity must be manifested. And so that's what we see. That's what we see with God. Um, God manifests. All his identity, he fulfilled, and like we said, Jesus fulfilled his roles. He fulfilled his name. He fulfilled his titles. He fulfilled his, his, his duties. And when we say fulfilled, we mean that he executed it precisely so that nobody could miss who he was and what he was doing. The last chapter of St. John, um, the, the centurion servant looking on, says, surely, 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 um, this man was the son of God, right? Because he fulfilled, he manifested, he demonstrated. I want somebody to look at me and say, surely she's a Christian. I don't want to tell you that I'm a Christian. I have no interest in saying I'm a Christian, you know. No, I don't want to say that. I want you to say, I, I, I have seen you, I've watched you, and I identify that you're a Christian. The folks in Antioch, the folks in Antioch, they were called Christians. Hallelujah. Because they so manifested and demonstrated Christ. They were so um they were so um unified with Christ that um the people could not help but declare that they were Christians, meaning they they were now named after Christ. The the the, the members of the body of Christ, the members of the church, um were named after Christ. They, under the old covenant, the people of God was were named after Israel. So they were called Israelites, or the children of Israel. And Israel is Jacob. Um, Jacob, who the supplanter who stole his brothers. And, and no, 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 he didn't steal his brothers, but right, he bought. <laughs> bought it very cheaply, but if you get a deal, take a deal, okay? Um, if Black Friday is coming, if you go and you see they're selling something that you took off a thousand dollars, selling for a dollar, buy it. Don't say um, it must not be good. Why they something so cheap? Buy it. If you get a deal, take a deal. So, so Joseph, not Joseph, Jacob, Jacob bargained out um, with his brother for his birthright, and his brother relinquished relinquished his right to his birthright, and so David, I'm not David, Jacob, Jacob got it. So, but then Jacob did trick his father. He didn't. That was that was his deception. He tricked his father when he dressed up like his brother, and went in with the stew and said he was his brother. 
and, and, and have the father bless them. Because even although he sold, um, Esau sold the birthright to him, the father was not going to honor that. Isaac was not going to honor that. Isaac was going to do what he was supposed to do, to hand over the birthright to his firstborn, and that's what he was going to do. But Jacob tricked him. So that was what, that was what Jacob did wrong. Not by his brother's birthright. His brother didn't have any value on his birthright. He had all right to buy it. But he tricked his father. And that was wrong to trick his father. That, that's, where, that's where he hit his name as a supplanter. And, and so um, the, 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 Bible, the Bible says that um, Jesus Christ was a seed of David according to the flesh. I'm going to read it again. Concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. That is God's son. Jesus Christ, our Lord, which was made. See, he said made, wasn't born. He was made of the seed of David according to the flesh. I mentioned David. I mentioned Jacob. And so you would think that you would look in the scriptures and these men um, whom God, whom God um, certified, and verify and recommend, you would think that they would be absolutely spotless from birth to death. But you see where they were messed up just like the rest of us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Um, but God cannot be daunted from what he's doing. God will do what he has to do if he's going to do it through you, no matter how messed up you are. No, if you don't want to get yourself all straightened out when God is finished working through you, to get into heaven, then you're not very wise. But God is going to do what he has to do. And so God decided on David. Remember last week I told that God would decide um, who was going to be who was going to be his son? Pastor Marine? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Just checking to make sure I heard a little sound. Yeah, no, no, you're here. Okay. Remember I told you last week that God decided who was going to, that, the relationship that we were going to have with him. And I showed it to you in Second Samuel, and it's also in Hebrews chapter 2. Um, God said, I shall be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. God just yes. decided. And I told you the reason why God um, decided on that relationship. He could have decided on other relationship. He could have said um, master and, and, and servants. He could have said that if he wanted he could have said puppet master and puppets. He could have. He could have made us puppets if he wanted. Um, but he said father and son. That means he wants to have a family, and he wants us to enjoy a family relationship um, with him. Glory to God. And so since we were flesh, Hebrews chapter 1 and 2 tell us, since we were partakers of flesh and blood, then he likewise has to partake of the same. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so he told David, he told David, that same David whom he said he didn't want him to build a temple. Imagine he didn't want David to build a temple for him, but he would come through his lineage. Um, God is very, very, very unique. There's none like him. And he's very paradoxical. You would think it's less, it's less weight, and, and a far lesser 
consequence to build a temple rather than being born out of your lineage. But God, hallelujah, in his omniscience, hallelujah, knew that it was of a lesser consequence to come through the lineage of David than to let David build his house. Um, glory to God. Um, a lot of times these days, and I don't know where I, why I'm going in that direction. That's not even where I wanted to go, but I'll say it. Yeah, the Holy Ghost wanted me to say it. Many, very often these days I heard people say that the building, the building where we worship, the building that was consecrated for the worship of God, the building that God chose to establish his name there and um, rule there, set his power and his authority there, his healing and his deliverance, whom he chose to anoint his ministers and set his ministers there to, to, um, to do his service and to do his will. Um, many times I, I will hear even Christian folks, and if I say that it doesn't, it doesn't strike anything in me, but when ministers say it, if even um, a newborn saint say it, it doesn't really uh, ring a chord in me. But when ministers say it, I kind of wonder if they understand God's business at all. Uh, and, and they would say that this building here is nothing. It's just brick and mortar. It's just wood and stone. And, and, and it, it doesn't mean anything to God. That is not true. <laughs> that is not true at all. God's house from which he expects to, to function and minister, it means a lot to God. You should go and study Solomon's temple. Hallelujah. You should go and look at the tabernacle. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And you should look at the synagogue. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And you will see that God does not dismiss his house. As a matter of fact, God says if you hang out in your house all the time and don't come and take care of his house, then you're going to be in a lot of trouble with him. God put a lot of credence to his house. His name is established there. That's God's public place where people can come and, 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 and meet him. I, I, know, I know when folks say they want to give the understanding that um, you as a person or we as, as children of God, um, it is through our hands and our feet and our eyes and ears. Um, it is through us, our person, that God functions. I, I know that's what they're trying to say. But say that. Don't, don't, don't compare don't compare yourself or compare us, the children of God, to God's house. Because just like I said, we praise and worship. There's no distinction. Hallelujah, glory to God. There is no difference. Hallelujah, glory to God. God works through us and God works through um, his house, his physical house. Um, God's physical house is not inconsequential. And, and, and that is why we treat the house of God like that. We, we, we do anything in God's house. We go in there anyway. We, 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 we do anything we want to do in there. We, we, we speak how we want to speak in there because we have allowed our mind to reduce it to nothing. It's just a building. No, it's not just a building. The public toilet in the mall is, is, is just a building. 
The house of God is not just a building. It is a holy place. It is holy ground. It's sanctified unto God. God ministers from there. God is obligated to show up there. He's not obligated to show up in the mall. God is not even obligated to show up on the street corner if you're doing a street meeting or in Tim Hortons if you're witnessing to somebody because that place is not consecrated unto the worship of God. God is congenial. He goes with us wherever we go and he signifies whatever he has to signify. But he's not obligated, but he is obligated to manifest in his own house. Hallelujah. So I go to church and I don't say, God, you're welcome in this place. What do you mean by that? How could you invite God and welcome God in his own house? That's his house. I say, God, I'm glad you, you accept me in this house. And so um, we will see like before when people used to take the house of God in, in consequence, um, they would be mindful how they go. They would dress right, walk right, talk right, and they wouldn't even do anything ungodly before they go in the building because once they go in the building, they're going to be revealed. But now these days, we, we, we don't understand the, the import and the value of, the, of, the, of, of God's house. We belittle it. We don't understand the import and the value of praise and worship. And anytime we don't understand the value and the import of the institutions that God set up, then the next thing we're going to do is, is raise them. Not R-A-I-S-E, I mean R-A-Z-E. I mean tear them down. That's what that word means. We're going to tear them down. We're going to pull them down because we don't understand. We don't understand the, the, the import. Now, you remember when, you remember when God was um, telling, telling Moses to build that ark? Did God leave Moses to design it and build it how he wanted? Or Noah? No, he didn't. Or the tabernacle? No, he didn't. He told him exactly uh, when they were going to hang the drapes in the, in the, in the um, tabernacle. God anointed people specifically. And I said, God, you, you have to anoint somebody to hang drapes. Can't anybody hang drapes? Everybody knows how to hang drapes. And God said, everybody might know how to hang drapes, but everybody's not qualified to hang drapes in my house because everything right. in my house is holy. And so we need to get back to that place where God can be honored in, in, in everything, in everything that we, we do. And, 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 and the presence of God will be in the house. Um, see what I'm sharing with you now, saints of God? We don't have a physical church building and simple word ministry, but we all go to church buildings. And, and, and when we're not here together, and we have a responsibility to keep those, to keep those buildings. Um, I'm, I'm telling you this because I had, a, I had a problem. Like we would go to church, especially if we have a, a, a special service, like a convocation or so. And we would reach heights of glory in, in the building. And we would leave and we would go home. And when we come back the next service time, it was like nothing didn't happen in there um, True. the week before. And I said, God, what is this? This is the same place I was in and, and, um, last Sunday night. And, and, and we, 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 we got to the zenith. I come back walking here and I'm struggling to reestablish your presence. And, and, and the Lord said to me, it's because you did not take care to establish that this was my house and that when you leave, hallelujah, glory to God, my glory should still remain in my house. Hallelujah, yes. glory to God. And yes. um, you are to leave my glory on God and my angels on God because this is what you're experiencing. When you leave, the enemy comes in behind you because you did not 
set a parameter to stop it from happening. And because it is your job, I didn't do it either because it's your job to do. You need to establish that when you leave here, hallelujah, glory to God, devils cannot come after you and erase everything that you establish. Um, But the reason why we don't take care to ensure that the devils don't go in after us is because we don't put the right value on the building. We say it's nothing, it's just a building. This is just a building, in my opinion, it is not the church. I am the church. Um, So, well, you being the church, you need to make certain that your church house is kept safe from devils and demons so that when you go in there as the church, you can function as the church and uh, we don't function in strife and we function struggling 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 to get the spirit of god where it ought to be so that god can work miracles uh, if you are the church hallelujah glory to god then the, the, it should be a, a, a ever increasing and overflowing incidence of miracle in your church house hallelujah where you worship and if your church house is of no value and no consequence then go to wherever it is of value and consequence, hallelujah, because that attitude is preventing the Lord from manifesting. Um, I am going to show you when I talk about theophanies how the tabernacle represented Jesus Christ, hallelujah, on the earth, and the temple represented Jesus Christ, and the synagogue represented Jesus Christ. And so if we don't understand um, the value of the institutions of God, and God cannot get to get to work through us. Okay, that wasn't a side note. It's not in my notes. I don't know why I said that. Uh, glory to God. So back to what I was in my notes. Um, concerning the Godhead, hallelujah, where the Bible said Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. You might ask, how could that be? Because Jesus Christ was conceived in Mary's womb and born 2,000 years ago. So what do you mean by yesterday, today, and forever? And so that's what the Godhead is about, glory to God. And I'm saying concerning Jesus Christ because we we understand Jesus Christ in his role as the Son of God. Um, Hallelujah, glory to God. And we know then when God decides to come as the Son, if he's going to come as a, as, a, as a son or come as a man on the earth, he had to be born through a lineage. So he was born through the lineage of David. Glory to God. According to the flesh. If it says according to the flesh, that means Jesus Christ has an existence according to the spirit. But according to the flesh, he was born out of David's um, loins, lineage. According to the spirit, he wasn't born at all. According to the spirit, he is the eternal God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And Pastor Marie preached um, St. John 1 a few weeks ago and told you from that text that everything was made by Jesus Christ. And without him, there wasn't anything made that was made. And we know that all thing was made by God. So the Bible said that of Jesus Christ, and obviously um, Jesus Christ is God. And obviously then Jesus Christ existed and functioned before he was born from the lineage of David. Before he emerged on the earth as the seed of David, he existed somewhere and he functioned. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And... um, As the seed of David, he was declared to be the son of God with power. And that's what I was saying earlier to you. Don't let let you have to use your mouth to do your identity, okay? 
um, let the Spirit of God identify you. So the Spirit of God identifies just to be the Son of God because we exercise the power of God. You see, the Son of God with power according to the Spirit of holiness by the resurrection of the dead. And according to Paul who wrote Romans, He's just saying, look, if you understood how Jesus Christ was resurrected, then you have no problem seeing that he is the Son of God and he functioned by the Spirit of God and he carries the power of God. And you remember when I was talking more about the nature of God, I told you that anything you see in the Scripture about Jesus, it applies to you and I. Um, Jesus Christ is the, is, the, is, the, is the first fruit. He is the express image. He is our pattern, and uh, and we follow after. Glory to God. It takes believing um, these scriptures for them to actually be manifested in you. If, if they don't believe them, they won't be manifested. You have to believe. You have to. They just live by faith. You got. You got to walk by faith and not by sight. You just have to say, God, this is hard for me, but. You, you say it in your word, and I'm just going to let you know right now that I believe it, and I'm asking you to work with me until I get the, get the knowledge from my, my brain into my spirit and then into my heart so that you can actually do something with me. But start, start somewhere. I'm not saying that everything we read in the Bible, we're going to jump and say, yes, yes, this is great. I understand it. I know it. Yes, it's true. Um, even even if you're if you're a child of God, I'm not saying it's going to happen that way, but you have to at first consent that the Bible is true every week, every single word of it, and then the hard things in the Bible, you sit with God and ask Him to work those things in your in your spirit, and and the Lord will do that um, for you. So I am going. I'm going to read, let, let me read Psalms 132, verse 11. I, I mentioned it. I read it last week, but I just want to read it again. Wait, what, man? Pastor Chen? Yes, ma'am? Oh, okay. I'm just hearing little crazy sounds here. I just want to make certain. Yes, um, somebody, um, some, someone's phone is on hold, so I just, um, I'm up and running, so I, um, I muted the line. So um, Psalms 132 verse, um, verse um, 10 says, For thy servant David's sake, turn not away the face of thine anointed. Right? For thy servant David's sake, turn not away the face of thine anointed. That's David speaking to the Lord. Um, glory to God. And the anointed that David means in this verse is his own self. Glory to God. He, he spoke in the third person of himself. Hallelujah. Then verse 11 says, the Lord had sworn in truth unto David. And that's why David could say what he said in verse 10. Because of the Lord had made him a promise. The Lord had sworn in truth. It is truth. And God is not going to change. Unto David, he will not turn from it. Of the fruit of thy body will I sit, I are set upon thy throne. 
And if thy children will keep my covenant and my testimony that I shall teach them, their children shall also sit upon thy throne forevermore. And I just want you to understand, according to Galatians chapter 3, that if you accept Christ as your Savior, as the same thing I said before, you can read Galatians chapter 3 and chapter 4, if you accept Christ as your Savior and if you're walking by faith, then you are included in the children here in verse 12. Okay? Your children shall also sit upon thy throne forevermore. If you accept Christ as your Savior, and or, 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 you, or you live by faith, you live by the faith of Abraham, then you are considered to be um, a member uh, of the family of God. You're, you're, you're counted as his child. Um, so that's why I says, I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. So, um, if thy children will keep my covenant and my testimony that I shall teach them, their children shall also sit upon thy throne forever. So that means it's perpetual unto all the generation. Verse 7, all the generations of the earth until Christ come again. So verse 17 says, There will I make the horn of David to bud. I have ordained a lamp for mine anointed. His enemies will I clothe with shame, but upon himself shall his crown flourish. So the there, the place that there will I make the horn of David to bud, it's the place where God's honor dwells. It's the place where the priests dwell. It's his temple. It's his tabernacle. It's his sanctuary. It's his house. It's his church house. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He says, verse 16 says, I will also clothe her priests with salvation, and her saints shall shout aloud for joy. And we won't have no confusion between praise and worship. Hallelujah. And we won't have any confusion about how the, 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 the ministers of God is supposed to adorn themselves and present themselves. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If we are his anointed, and if we're living by faith, and if we um, accept accept Christ as our Savior. Glory to God. So Romans 1, I'm going to go back to Romans 1, verse 19 to 25. Let's get there quickly. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So as I said, please memorize Psalms 132, verse 11. You will find it very handy when somebody wants to dispute um, the person of Jesus Christ. It's um, good ammunition to have with you um, if you want to prove that Jesus Christ lived before he was born through Mary's womb and if he lived as God. Um, uh, Romans, let me read from my Bible. Romans 1, 19-20. Let me read it. Let me read it. Romans 1 from verse 19 to 25 says, Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God had showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. And you need to have that verse underlined um, in your Bible. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, 
Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. So let's go back to verse um, 20. It says, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being made understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that we are, we are without excuse. Um, glory to God. So let's, let's go to Colossians chapter 1. And that is in conjunction with St. John chapter 1 that Pastor Marie um, taught. But let me see if I can find in Colossians chapter 1, if I get my verse right here. Glory to God. Okay, Colossians chapter 1, verse, uh, let's read from 12. It says, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Um, Glory to God. We should be getting the idea and trying to let us get the idea that God has opened up um, himself unto us, that we have full access to him. Hallelujah. He has made us meet, meet, M-E-E-T. He has fitted us. He has um, made us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness? God has delivered us from the power of darkness and have translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. We are translated just like when, when Jesus was transfigured on the mount. Uh, that's how God sees us. He has translated us into the the kingdom of his dear son. That means as, as in the same way, in the same light that God sees Jesus Christ, that's how God sees you and I. In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Verse 15 is what I want you to make note of for this teaching. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created. So this was Jesus um, in eternity at the time of creation mary didn't exist yet so jesus was not born on the earth as a man he functioned as god when he came on the earth through the lineage of david um, born through mary and supposedly was the, the son of joseph that was him making himself visible to natural, normal man, like anybody could have seen. You didn't need a vision to see Jesus as a man on the earth. Um, you, you just had to have the ability to see, and you would have seen him. God brought himself through David's lineage, 
hallelujah, and made himself visible to all, to all men. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. So it is safe to say that um, Jesus, while he walked on the earth, looked like and appeared as God wants us to see him. We don't have to look beyond Jesus to, 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 to see what God wants us to perceive him to be in a visible form. So, so Jesus, Thomas says to Jesus, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. And, and, and Jesus says, have I been so long time with you? And, and you don't know me? If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. So God decided, God decided that he was going to make himself into a form um, while here on the earth so that we can relate, we can relate to him. And Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter 1 says, so as much then that we were partakers of flesh and blood, he likewise took part of the same, like God decided, um, this great invisible God decided to take part, to share in flesh and blood, hallelujah, and make himself visible, born through the lineage of David. And so we saw him and knew him as Jesus, the son of Mary and, and Joseph. He says, verse 16 says, for by him were all things created. Remember, now I said, is it, I read in Romans where he says his eternal power and Godhead um, is made visible, that's it. God, the Spirit, decided to make himself visible to all men by becoming a man his own self. And he did that through Jesus Christ. He did that through the lineage of David as Jesus Christ. But before he came on the earth as a man, he was in heaven and he created all things. Therefore, by him were all things created that are in heaven, see? And that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. He is before all things, and by him all things consist. He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And having made peace through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. And you that were sometimes alienated, me, June Malcolm Evans, or sometimes enemy, at one point was enemy in my mind by wicked work, yet now I am a member of the family of God. I can sing his praises. I can um, access his throne room. I can go boldly before him, hallelujah, glory to God, and make my request known and expect, expect to receive from him exceeding abundantly above what I ask or think, hallelujah, glory to God. I don't know if you're excited about this as I am, hallelujah, glory to God, but we cannot put a value, hallelujah, on this position that God has put us in to be his sons to be here, his ears and joint ears 
with Christ Jesus. So in verse 16, we see that is the Godhead was made visible when Jesus, when, when God clothed himself in the likeness of sinful flesh and um, came, through, came through the womb, wasn't born in the womb, but was made in the womb, came through the womb and walked on the earth as a, as a man. Glory to God. Now let's 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 turn to Saint John. Let's turn to Saint John. Before that, let's read Colossians um, two. My sister, I think it would be super to read Colossians two verse nine, uh, nine to ten, and let's read it because it is it, it confirms that Jesus yes. Christ pre-existed and that yes. he the earth and that he made all things. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So it says here, Colossians 2, verse 9 to 10, For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Glory to God. So in that body that walks on the earth, and we call Christ Jesus, hallelujah, all the fullness of the Godhead were in him um, bodily. And um, and so um, John says the invisible thing, the invisible thing from the creation of the earth um, were clearly seen, even is eternal power and God in. All right? So what I want to do, what I want to do, oh, my time is almost up. But what I want to do, I want to show, I want to show you that um, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost um, is one, uh, are one, depending on your, your, your vocabulary, vocabulary, however you, you want to say it. And let's, let's read some, some text and get that out of the way, that we're not talking about more than one God. It's just one God we're talking about. But just, as I said, this one God is distinct. In his in his roles. So, in in Saint John ten verse thirty, in Saint John ten verse thirty, Jesus declared, "I and my Father are one." Glory to God. I and my Father are one. Glory to God. So we know in Matthew one verse twenty one, the angel said to to Mary, call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. So we understood, we understand from Matthew one twenty one that the name of the Son is Jesus, right? We because scripture says the thing, call his name Jesus. And the reason Jesus means our God has become our salvation. Jesus Jesus in Hebrew is the word Yeshua, hallelujah, um, and it's also the word um, Joshua. Joshua is the same word. So Yeshua, Jesus has become our Savior. So that's his name, St. Matthew one twenty one. Call his name Jesus. Now the angel didn't really say Jesus because he didn't speak English. The angel actually spoke Aramaic, so he would have said Yeshua, okay? But we we, we have... 
King James to, to think that he verified that our Bible could be the Bible could be translated into English, and so the, um, the transliteration of Yeshua into English is the word Jesus. But the angel didn't actually say Jesus. The word he meant Jesus, the person, but he didn't say Jesus. The word he said Yeshua. So um, in Saint John five forty three now. Jesus speaking, or Yeshua speaking, said, I am come in my Father's name, and you receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him shall he receive. And we know it's true because we see that today. People following all kind of crazy leaders or whatever, doing themselves harm. So Jesus says, I am come in my Father's name. So come in his Father's name means that he has all the power and the authority that is allotted to that name. Glory to God. If he has all the power and the authority that is allotted to that name, it means that if he and the Father shared a different name, had a different name for the time that he sojourned on the earth as a man, when Jesus gets to doing things, now, I just read earlier that he, um, he has the, the, the power to do the work of God. And, and, and so by his work, they knew who he was. They knew he was the son of God. When Jesus, when Jesus was doing those works, if he, if he was functioning by a different name from the Father, he would have to say, in the name of, and declare what that name is. Just like you and I, we're going to lay hands on somebody who's saying, in the name of Jesus Christ. So we're doing it in his name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But, so, but there's no scriptural reference. There's no scriptural reference where um, Jesus said, where Jesus said anything like that. Glory to God. Jesus did what he had to do. Like, rise, take up your bed and walk. Your sins be forgiven you. Um, glory to God. And so, and so Jesus says, I have declared your name among the people. Because I'm looking, I'm looking for the identity because the Bible says it's, it's eternal power and Godhead are made and are clearly seen. And I'm like Thomas. I, I said all the time, um, people really called on Thomas and said he was a daughter and um, all of that stuff. But I said I bless God for Thomas because I wasn't there. And, and I would need the same type of proof. And, you know, you don't need that type of proof. So God be the glory for you. God said, blessed are they who have not seen and have believed. And that's great that there are some people who are like that, and that's wonderful. But there are some other people who need to see, and God does the accommodation because he is such a, 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 a congenial God. Hallelujah. Um, Thomas, Thomas did see his evidence, what he wanted to see, mm-hmm. and confess that Jesus was Lord and God. And then Jesus said, uh, well, you know, you believe now because you see, but blessed are those who, who, who have not seen but believe. Well, I'm glad Thomas was there and, 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 and clear up that for me. And so I don't really have to see because Thomas already saw. And I believe his report. And it's recorded in the Bible, so it's good. Hallelujah, glory to God. It is proven that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. And God. Hallelujah. Lord. Because of, because of Thomas' um, pursuit, hallelujah, that he did on my behalf because I, I wasn't there. And God knew that I was going to come along with the same handicap in my mind like Thomas. So he straightened it out. He straightened it out for me. So John 17, verse 26 says, 
I have declared unto them thy name. This is Jesus speaking. Jesus is speaking to God. The Son is speaking to the Father. And he said, I have declared unto them thy name, and will declare it, that the love wherewith thou hast loved me be in them and I in them. And, and I'm not going to talk about the in them, in them tonight. I'm just, gonna, I'm just dealing with the name just to verify that the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are one, and they have one name when it comes to salvation. That's what I'm declaring tonight. So, so Jesus says, I have declared unto them thy name. Now, when I read that text, um, Pastor Marine, I went on a Bible hunt to see where in the scriptures Jesus ever declared any name to the people when he was speaking. And, the, and I can say you the hunt if you want, but it's nice to hunt through the Bible. So you could go hunt for yourself. But I'm going to tell you that you're not going to find where Jesus um, declared any name to the people. So when I refer back to the Lord, he says, if he said he has declared your name, shouldn't you at least put one evidence where he did call your name, that at least I can see that he did that? And, and the Lord says, if you turn to um, Exodus chapter 3, and then in John chapter 8, I will show you how that worked out. So let's read Exodus chapter 3. Let's read Exodus chapter 3 and see how God, God worked this out for me. <laughs> for me, he worked it out for me. Okay, God knew what kind of proof I needed. Hallelujah, so he worked it out. And I thank him for working it out. And I'm not confused. I'm not confused. So Jesus and God said unto Moses, I am that I am. No, that's, that's the word Elohim. Mm-hmm. That means I am self-existent. I'm self-sufficient. I don't need anybody. Um, that's what he said to Moses in, in, in Moses' um, request and question that when he goes into Egypt and said that God sent him, and the people are going to ask him, which God are you talking about? What is, what is his name? What should I answer them? And, and that's the name that um, God told Moses, I am that I am. And he says, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. So I am is established. I am is established. Now turn to other name. Now turn to St. John chapter 8, verse 58. St. John I need to have like 10 Bibles around me when I'm doing this. <laughs> then John 8, verse 58 says, Oh, my thing incorporated with me. Okay, let's do this another way. Okay, let's do, say John 8 says, Jesus is, Jesus is speaking here. I'm going to read from fifth, um, let me read a little bit of so to see where he was. They were accusing him of having a devil for doing what, and Jesus says, I am not the devil, but I honor my father, and you do dishonor me, and I seek not my own glory. There is one that seeketh and judgeth. Really, really, I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. Then said the Jews unto him, Now we know that thou hast a devil. Abraham is dead, and the prophets. And you say, if a man keep your word, he will never taste of death. 
art, art thou greater than our father Abraham, which is dead, and the prophets are dead? Who makest thou thyself? Jesus answered, If I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my father that honored me, of whom ye say that he is your God. Yet ye have not known him, but I know him. And if I should say I know him not, I shall be a liar like unto you. But I know him and keep his saying. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he sighed and was glad. Then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not yet fifty years old, and hast thou seen Abraham? Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, and did you get the name? I am. Elohim. Glory to God. And listen to, listen to the, <laughs> look at the response. The Jews did not miss it. They missed the message. They didn't miss it. Then took the up stones to cast at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple going through in the midst. So at that point, they just judged him on this part that he was worthy of death for blaspheming because he said that he was Elohim. He used the same name. That's what he is. So we, we here say, I am in English, but what would have come out of Jesus' mouth is Elohim. Hallelujah, glory to God. So we see from Exodus 3, verse 14 to John 8, verse 58, the name that Jesus declared, hallelujah, glory to God, unto the, the children of Israel. Hallelujah, glory to God. Is the saving name that God used to deliver, to deliver Israel from, from Egypt. And here he was now delivering the entire world. Hallelujah. And so in question, he declared that he's the same God that delivered, that delivered the children of Israel from Egypt. I just want, what time is it? Let me just read um, one other text. I better read it from my Bible. Um, St. John 14, verse 26. So I could wrap up this section. St. John 14, verse 26 says, but the comforter, Jesus is still speaking. All this is from Jesus. Um, and if you do have a study Bible, you could pursue it through and see what um, the other correlating scriptures from the other prophets. But for this part of the text, I'm just going to use Jesus' words, okay, since we, since we trust Jesus' words. So verse 23 says, Jesus answered and said unto them, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him. And we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. So let's recap very quickly um, in closing. Matthew 1, 21 and Luke 2, verse 21, um, declare that the name of the Son is Jesus. Let me, let me backtrack a little bit. Matthew 28, 19, according to the grammatical structure of that verse, so that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost share a common name for salvation for the purpose of salvation. So we know God used many different names at many different times according to what he's doing, according to what works 
is working out, he will use a name to signify that. But we're not talking all the manifestations of God and all his theophanies and all of that. We're just talking for salvation. We, we, we're talking about salvation. And the reason why we, um, the conversation is limited to salvation is because we are looking at um, God as um, the head of a nation or the head of a people or the head of a kingdom. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Which we are. Hallelujah. So we're in the same family or we're in the same nation as God. God being the head of the nation and then we, 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 we follow after. So we carry the same name. We carry the same spirit. We carry the same blood. We carry the same aura. Or at least we should. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So um, St. John Five Matthew Matthew twenty eight nineteen says Father Son and Holy Ghost as a common name, and then Matthew one twenty one and Luke two twenty one says His name is Jesus. That name is Jesus. Hallelujah. And if you're wondering what Jesus, just to make certain, it says that um, it's for the saving of of saving of souls, saving of people, and that's why I'm saying this conversation is limited to salvation. And then in Exodus 3, verse 14, and John 8, verse 58, we see where um, God in Exodus 3, 14 declare that his name is I am or Elohim. And we see um, in John 8, verse 58, where Jesus declare that he, he was actually the same one that spoke that to Moses before Abraham was. He was Elohim. And, and, and that um, almost got him stoned to death. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Then John um, 10, verse 30, says that he and the Father are one. You cannot get no closer than that. We're not two, but we're one. Then John 5, verse 33 says he, he came in his Father's name. And John, so that's the Father. So that means he and the Father have the same name. And John 14, verse 26 Hello. says Comforter or the Holy Ghost have the same name. That John 14, verse 20 says that the Comforter or the Holy Ghost have the same name. Um, glory to God. And Revelation 3, verse 5, I'm not going to read it. You could read it on your own. Revelation 3, verse 5 says that um, we have the same name. And um, if we stay faithful to Jesus Christ, he will confess that name of us. He will confess that name of us before his Father in heaven. And our name will not be blotted out of the book of life, but he will confess that name of us, and it is by that it's by that roll call that we will enter into God's eternal, eternal kingdom. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Um we we know that Christ is coming back again for the church. And we know that we have to be found in him. And we, I know, and I'm sharing it with you, that it takes time to be in Christ. It, it, it is an initial act of baptism, but after that, you cannot stay at the same spot until Christ comes. Baptism is a birth, and you have to start walking, walking in Christ. And Isaiah 35, verse 3, 4 Five and six let you know that you need to be strengthened. So strengthen he the weak hands and confirm the feeble knees. Say to them that of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not. 
Behold, your God will come with vengeance. Even God with a recompense, he will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as a heart and the tongue of the dumb sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out and streams in the desert. And the parched ground shall become a pool and the thirsty land spring of water. This is Isaiah prophesying. Remember that that um, throughout the entire Bible is, 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 is about Christ. It, Isaiah prophesies that Jesus could be identified when he, come, when, when he came on the earth as a man. And we see, we see that Jesus fulfilled, as like I said, by his works. You will say, so you didn't have to get up and declare that I am God. There's no place in the scripture you will ever see that. Just never, mm-hmm. ever say you are God. He, he, he didn't have to say he was God with his mouth. By his works, they knew. And that was why the Jews always questioned him and tried to stone him, because his works testified of who he was. So, thank God, that's my lesson for tonight. I'm trying to consolidate the Godhead as um, Elohim and Father, Son, and Holy Ghost um, manifested, hallelujah, for the purpose of bringing salvation um, to, to man. And as members of the family of God, the song that Pastor Marie played, hallelujah, by um, the leading of the Spirit, is that we ought to be able to sing hallelujah very freely and give God praises very freely. And when we go to praise and worship, um, worship God with praises, we must not be confused and don't get our blessing. We must understand what we're doing and praise God in spirit and in truth and worship God in spirit and in truth so that God can, hallelujah, have pleasure in us and signify himself in us. Now, we don't have to say with our mouth, I am a Christian, I am saved. It will be manifested by our work and the glory of God in us. That's the lesson for tonight, saints of God. Um, please um, go over the scriptures on your own and, and, and ask the Lord to add to what I say by showing you more and more scriptures and, um, and build and, and the seed that I planted um, tonight. God bless you, and thank you for your audience. And um, thank you for coming back again, in Jesus' name. Now, Minister Burton, hallelujah, glory yes. to God. Minister Burton, back to you, darling. Amen, amen. Father God, before we even, Father God, we thank you tonight. Once again, before I even start presenting my, my thoughts, anything is not you, I do want to say repent. And I receive your forgiveness and know the name of Jesus. Right now, Father God, we thank you tonight for this lesson that was given to us tonight. And Father God, right now, we thank you. We bless you. And Father God, we ask you to seal this lesson upon our hearts, Father God.
Man, talk about deep. This is very deep. Wow. Thank you for the word tonight, woman of God. God bless you. God bless my prophet. Amen. I also give awesome words. I have to admit, I, I, I like the way you Unmuted. In some respects, I'm a Thomas, and I don't feel bad that I'm a Thomas sometimes, because sometimes that's just how I, I mean, I, I, sometimes I believe, but I need, to see, I need to see, sometimes I need to see proof. So I, I thank you, and I bless you for the lesson tonight. Amen. Good Yes, I need proof too. <laughs> Amen. Because sometimes I'm telling you, sometimes I hear people now as I've learned more and more through these lessons is that I hear people say stuff and I start shaking my head because I feel like that's not or or I hear myself say something. I'm like, wait a minute, that's not scripture. Let let me let me back up. Let me find out. Why somebody say what they say and when they say it. So um, I just thank you and I bless you. Amen. God bless you, Minister. Amen. Glory to God. Um, Elder John Malcolm, it's um, it's amazing how awesome our Abba Father is. And uh, just your teaching tonight proves to me who God is and how real God is. I walked in um, on a video of, you know, um, uh, somebody spreading propaganda that um, the Word of God is just literature. It's not real. And um, they, um, they were using um, Paul's words to back up what they were saying. Now, e- even before they got to the point of of, of using Paul's, um, you know, Paul's uh, writing, some of his writing, um, mm-hmm. I walked in and my spirit got grieved immediately. My spirit got so grieved when I I heard the person saying that the Bible was literature because um, the Word of God is a living organism. It's there's nothing that's fictional um, about it, and 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 that alone got my my spirit very grieved. And um, what the what the, the the gentleman that was you know trying to prove his point did, he took his audience and told them to read Romans chapter 16 um and you know it it starts starts out um now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel and then he stopped there he said that Paul was saying that this gospel is not um the gospel of Jesus Christ but that it is Paul's own gospel and Elder June, my husband, said he had never seen me so upset because, you know, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Because he, he had someone in the audience read that verse, but he didn't even complete the verse. And for everybody who reads, glory to God, the word of God, um, you know you can't just pick out a portion of a scripture, but you have to tie in everything together. you got to keep on reading. you got 
to read above, you got to read below, you got to tie it all in together because it continued to show, um, you know, he stopped them, uh, you know, where it says my gospel. But if you continue to read and it says, and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began, okay? He didn't, he didn't continue, um, you know, with just that verse. And even that verse was not completed. When you look at the word, you see that there's a comma after verse 25, and it continues, uh, glory to God. And tonight, hallelujah, um, you know, my husband happened to walk into, into the office at the same time that you brought us back. You know, you brought, you brought us to Exodus. You brought us to John. You brought us, uh, glory to God, to so many scriptures, not only in the New Testament, but in the Old Testament that shows us, glory to God, that this gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ, began from the beginning, that he was in the beginning. He, oh, my gosh. Lord God Almighty, I don't want to get too excited tonight, but I just want to thank I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. And I just, you know, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna do. We're gonna do. Um, you know, um, a video that we're gonna send out there for it to become viral because more people need to understand the word. More people need to understand who he is, who he was, and who he will be, and who he is right now. More people need to understand because there are liars out there that are spreading propaganda. Hallelujah! Glory to God. That this Jesus never existed. Glory to God. Yeah. Hallelujah. They're saying, Hallelujah, that he was made up. But God Almighty, if God Almighty, if we could just get this word across the globe in, into everybody's hearing, into everybody's hearts and minds, glory to God. So those who are being uh, infected with the wrong teaching, glory to God, that they can be saved, they can be set free, and they can can come to the knowledge of who Jesus Christ is, was, and will be. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God, Pastor. Yes, sometimes when I'm speaking to some folks and I, I my voice gets firm, it says, why you're getting angry? I says, I'm, I'm not getting angry. I would never get angry at answering people who don't have revelation of God. But I will get firm because um they need to know when they're out of line with the scriptures. And it's yeah. only when you get firm, they will understand that you're out of line with the scriptures. And we can afford to be dogmatic. We are the people whom God has entrusted his word to. And Amen. we don't have to mince words. We can be dogmatic and say this is for sure. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And no one can go to the Father but through him. And he's the same God from the old covenant that manifested himself in the flesh. Um, in the new covenant, we, we, we can say those things for sure uh, without guessing because uh, it, those things are established in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. The line is now open um, for testimony, uh, open for comments, questions, and feedback. And I can tell you, there is so much stuff running around now. It, it, it's it's just hardening a little bit now. I've never seen as much mess about heresy and heretics and to the point that I think some some even in the when you listen to some sound teaching, it's like they're so worried about overcorrecting instead of just correct the word and let the spirit over let the spirit correct. 
And it's just different now. So that's my three cents. So uh, the line is now open for comments, questions, and uh, feedback. All right. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, Elder John, I bless God um, for uh, using you the way he used you tonight. Um, I was so blessed. Um, From the time you began to speak um, about praise and worship, um, there were just so many things that I was just talking to God about. And um, from the time you begin to open up, uh, uh, God began to speak to me and just begin to uh, confirm things that he had been saying to me. So I just bless God. I am tremendously blessed on tonight. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Um, you know, Elder June, uh, I do, I pray a prayer that, um, you know, for those who always hang, um, you know, stay on the line until the end of the service. I do pray a, um, a prayer when I, I ask God to go with each, that his presence will go with each and every one of us and also remain on the line. I know know that it's not a building. Amen. Okay. I know Simple Wealth Ministry is not a building. It's an entity. Glory to God. And my question to you is, you know, I just, you know, my spirit led me to pray this way, and I've been praying this way for many years now. Um, and I I am willing, you know, I, I am humble to receive any correction. Am I um, incorrect when I pray that the spirit remains on the line until we meet? Um, again, am I incorrect? No, Pastor. No, ma'am. You're quite right because um, the Lord has given you this um, line uh, or this wave. It is actually a wave, uh, an airwave. And um, since He placed Simple Word Ministry on, on, on this wave, it is your job as a pastor to maintain it. Um, because you see, like with me, um, the struggle that I, I, I get to put out the um, Put out the word here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm talking some some silliness, it's okay. But as soon as I start to get serious, so that is obvious. That is evident. Last night I wanted to see something, and um, I I I just I just couldn't say. Like you couldn't hear me. And my sister was sitting beside me. I handed her the phone and I said, um, "Please ask for the prayer request for me." And and she was heard. Um, and it confirmed it confirmed something that the Lord said to me last week, and I'm actually in the process of putting together a team of warriors um, to go up against a certain spirit. I, I can't even believe I've gotten to this stage in my life where uh, I've, I've decided to do this, but it's obvious I cannot ignore it any longer. I, I can't dismiss it any longer. I, I do have a battle to fight against a certain spirit that, is a devourer in my life. He devours the stuff that I do, erase mm-hmm. and, and, and and demolish. You know, the Bible says he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Well, I have evidence, evidence upon evidence. Upon, and, and just last week, I said to my niece and my prayer partner, I said, I, I'm going to fight a battle, and I am putting together a little army um, to do it. So it, it is obvious, Pastor, that... Um, the, 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 the line, the line on which uh, we broadcast, 
is, is very tangible and valid. And if the enemy can shut it down, distort it, cut it off, he will. So, mm-hmm. yes, it is your job, and the rest of us wish your job to, 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 to maintain that line and see to it that the enemy cannot play on this line and the enemy cannot distort the line. Now, I know the enemy thinks that we're out of our place and out of our bounds um, because uh, he did the same thing with Jesus when he disputed for the body of Moses. Um, somewhere in, in um, Satan's head, he thinks that everybody who died on the earth, their body belonged to him. Um, God did not allow him to touch Moses' body, and he was disputing. You can see in Jude, he was disputing about that. Now, because he's called the prince of the power of the air, I know the enemy think that everything that is broadcasted, all the airwaves, all the lines of latitude, all the lines of longitude belongs to him, and he has full authority on it. But that is not true. It is the church that has the million in the earth. And so if you don't maintain this line, although it's not a building, the devil can destroy it. The devil can. So you're right. When you're sleeping, the line needs to be maintained so that the next time when you dial in, the line still exists. Even even talk talk show, we have a responsibility to maintain talk show that it doesn't get shut down. Amen. Um, so that we have somewhere to broadcast and um and, and, and do our recording because we use it for that. So we, we we it is our responsibility to pray and maintain um that institution it stays it stays afloat. And as far as maintaining the, the ways which simple word broadcasts from, yes, it is absolutely absolutely your right and your privilege and um, your job duty to maintain it. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Pastor. Amen. Hallelujah. We have had an awesome, awesome night. Amen. Amen. I mean, what a word. That's all I can say, what a word. God has blessed us tonight. And um, before we close tonight, uh, Pastor Marie, would you mind doing a financial confession tonight on the line? Uh, um, amen. The one that I did today? Yes. Oh, glory to God. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll do the, the compressed version. <laughs> glory to God. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, here we go. Glory to God. I literally, a sense of God, I still, since this since today's service, I still have my wallet, my husband's wallet, and um, yeah. the the um, the the company, the the ministry card covered under the prayer shawl because I'm believing God for a miracle tomorrow. I'm, Amen. I'm putting a timeline on this one. Amen. I am believing God. Amen miracle tomorrow and so you know I've covered up our our um, wallets and I'm standing in agreement the word came through the prophet this morning that we had to pray over our wallets and our pocketbooks and so Amen. therefore glory to God and uh, we're going to do it actually you know what I'm going to do can I go back to our original financial confession Minister Lashana yes ma'am that works glory to God hallelujah let me go pick it up we we bless his name. So in the meantime, um, saints of God, um, you know, as an act of faith, grab your wallets, grab your pocketbook. 
grab your checkbook, whatever um, you want to use as a point of um, glory to God, uh, a point of contact, grab it. A receptacle, a receptacle. <laughs> yes. Oh, my. Big purse. <laughs> yes, glory to God. Grab it and... Um, it uh it shall be done. Glory to God. Um I'm filling out eight hundred dollar bills, Pastor, too. Glory to God. Holding it in my hand. Glory to God. I decree and I declare that you shall see so much more. So much more than that. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I believe that God is a blessor. Hallelujah. And that, um, you know, as I said yesterday at the church that I ministered at, uh, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, everything that's in it. And so, therefore, we're going to trust him um, for his blessings. Okay, glory to God. I have the, the personal one, but I'm going to try to um, to to pray it uh, for each and every one of us um, on tonight. Glory to God. We bless his name. Father, I thank you. I praise you. I glorify your holy name. The last time that I prayed, oh God, hallelujah, if I've done anything, if I've had any thoughts, oh God, that were not of you, I'm asking for your forgiveness. I'm asking, oh God, that you will wash me in your son's precious blood. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness in the mighty name of Ben Yahweh. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has blessed us. We are blessed, and we are blessed to be a blessing. We are blessed beyond our wildest dreams and imaginations. God has empowered us to prosper to the highest degree. The glory of the Lord has risen upon us and is seen upon each and every one of us. All who sees us in our prosperity will recognize and acknowledge that we are those whom the Lord has blessed. We are out of debt in the name of Jesus. Our needs are met in the name of Jesus and we have plenty more to put in store. The anointing that destroys yokes and removes burdens has destroyed the yoke and removed the burden of poverty, lack and debt from our lives and the lives of our family members. Our lives have changed forever as a matter of fact, we will never be the same. We will never be broke another day in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, we will live days of heaven upon the earth. We live the good life that God prearranged and made ready for us to live. We have given and it is given to us again and again and again. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Men give into our bosoms daily. Daily we have a harvest of increase. Every day money cometh to us. We increase until we are overflowing with God's abundance. God has given us power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant. We are children of covenant. Our families are blessed and we are a blessing. Our children are blessed. We remember the Lord our God for it is he who has given us power to get wealth. Yes, it is he that has done this for his own glory. The voice of the blood of Jesus Christ speaks and prophesies over our lives. The life is in the blood and the blood
blood of Jesus speaks life and that more abundantly. The blood speaks life to the full until it overflows. We are overflowing in every area of our lives. The overflow is overflowing. Our double has doubled. We have increased on every side. Awesome, amazing, and unthinkable things are happening for us right now. God is manifesting his goodness and love for each and every one of us through a series of convincing demonstrations, unquestionable evidences, and infallible proofs. There will be no doubt that it was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our sights. Angels are working for us right now. We have supernatural above human assistance of the Spirit. Extraordinary things are manifesting before our very eyes. Glory to God. God is a good God, and His mercies are new every morning. Great is His faithfulness. The spirit of poverty, lack, and debt has left our homes. We are debt-free in the name of Jesus. We are wealthy beyond our wildest dreams and imaginations. The angels of prosperity and finance are working for us right now because God has given His angels charge over us. Extraordinary, miraculous things become the norm in our lives. Things that don't happen to most people in their lifetime happen to each and every one of us daily. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I have made these confessions. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I bind up Satan, the ruler spirits, every principality ruler of the darkness, wicked spirit in high places, the spirits of poverty and python and all their underlines, all territorial spirits all above, around, and below them, and all spirits not of the Holy Spirit manifesting against our finances. We loose ourselves, glory to God, and our finances free from their wicked and demonic grip now in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus Christ commands Satan to release release his grip from our finances along with all those evil spirits and all spirits mm-hmm not of the Holy Spirit. Get your hands off our finances. Get your hands off our income. Get your hands off our possession this day and every day to come in the mighty name of Ben Yahweh. In the name of Jesus, we break every spirit of poverty and financial lack that was inherited through our bloodlines. Wipe it off our lives by the blood of Jesus Christ to a thousand generations. We bind all family and generational curses of poverty and break every satanic chain of poverty off our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. We renounce and reverse every financial curse through the blood of eternal covenant. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we bind and destroy the activities of anti-harvest forces in the mighty name of Jesus. All spiritual padlocks that locked out our wealth from coming into our life. We command them to melt to ashes right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Every device of the enemy, hallelujah, to divert our wealth through sickness, sudden death, accidents, and financial emergencies be de-
destroyed by the fire of the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, in the name of Ben Yahweh, we command Satan to restore a sevenfold return for all he has stolen from us. For the word says when a thief is found, he must restore all he has stolen sevenfold. Lord, we know your word is true and will not return to you void every mark or handwriting of poverty and material lack on our lives be wiped off by the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We command every leaking business, every leaking pocket, every leaking purse, every leaking wallet to be sealed now by the shed blood of Jesus. We pull down every financial roadblock in the name of Jesus. We command all crooked places to be made straight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We command all our financial miracles to arrive by speed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We command all our financial desert and wilderness to be turned into springs and pools of flowing living water in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every spirit of unfruitfulness in our lives and we command our barren grounds to be healed and restored in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and by his shed blood, by our trust and faith in Jesus Christ, we call our finances restored, prosperous and full of God's abundance according to the Lord Jesus Christ's plan for our lives. We are blessed because we walk not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand with sinners, nor do we sit with the scornful. We choose to spend our days delighting in the law of the Lord and meditating in his words day and night. And because of this, we are like trees planted by the rivers of water that bring it forth fruit in our season. Hallelujah. And what we do will not wither and whatsoever we do shall prosper. Thank you, Lord, for the miraculous supply of our every need according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Lord, we praise you. We glorify your holy name for all that you have done and what you are doing in our lives. Hallelujah. Glory to God right now. We receive by faith in Jesus the full restoration of our financial position right now. All channels of supernatural blessings are fully restored unto each and every one of us and our families. We are blessed to be a blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we pray and we say thank you. Let the church say amen. 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 Receive it for all of us. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for my student loans to be paid off. Amen. 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 It is so. It is so in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God is awesome, and he is so wonderful. So tonight, y'all, I would say before you go to bed tonight, please thank him for what you thank him for. Amen there. I mean, because I'm gonna be honest. Next year, I, 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 Pastor Marie don't know. I'm really serious. She might see me in Toronto. Amen. Uh, uh, listen to me. That is my deepest, greatest desire. Come on up. 
me, I will be in by five coats because I'm Southern, but I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> the way things are shaping here in the United States. So tonight I ask everyone as you go as you go to bed, pray for our country. Amen. So for those who are not Amen. in the United States, pray for us. Uh, pray for us so that what we have ever done to make us opposite, make us that God opposes us or opposes our country, heals us, and that we can be healed and heal our land because, oh, my goodness. I, I, I mean, there's words I can't even, there's words I can't even describe. And trust me, uh, I've had, I, I mean, it's, it's a range of emotions right now in the United States. And none of them are good because everybody is just upset. Uh, everybody agree on one position but don't know how to get there. So, again, everyone, please pray for us. We are needing your prayers and we're needing your support. And if some of y'all, y'all are living in county, you might see some of us running. So, <laughs> um, you know, again, good night, everyone. Also, um, before we close, anyone who is wanting to help plan for next year for our Simple Words Ministry, um, for our meet, for, because this year we didn't get a chance to meet, but we're hoping to meet next year. If you want to be in the planning process, please. Yes. Uh, um, Minister Lashana, the dates will be the uh, 16th and 17th, so Friday and, um, no, Saturday, Sunday, 15th and 16th. Because the 18th is on the no 16th and 17th. The 18th is on the Monday, and our um our official anniversary is uh, September 18th. I know not everyone will be able to take um, the Monday off, so let us celebrate Saturday and Sunday. Amen. 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 So again, if you want to be planning committee, please. And it and it may be in Canada. Okay, I'm telling you. So get your, those who don't have your passports as yet in the United States, get your passports. I believe I'm going to do it in Canada this year, next year. Okay, and if you're needing passports and visas, see me. (laughs) Inbox me because I can't help, uh, I can help help out with that. Amen. So if if you're needing those items, Please let me know because um, if you live in America and if you want to go to Canada, you can get. You don't have to get the book. You can get the card. And right now, the card is I think forty dollars. Right. Amen. Now. And that card will allow you to go between the Caribbean, the Caribbean, Mexico, and United States. And I would say get it now because uh, everybody and their mama is literally applying for a passport for some. Because um, the first expirations are up for those who had to have a passport to travel or uh, some type of passport to travel between Canada, United States, and Mexico. So they're all now coming up for expiration. So if you are um, with the influx, because they have been uh, seeing an influx, please, uh, you can get the form from your post office if you want to just get the card for now because I think that's what I'm going to end up doing myself until I can get my book. Uh, the book is 140 and I think if you want to expedite it, meaning if you need it before like four, six, uh, early, I think four weeks maximum, it'll be like $200. So. 
Yeah, so might as well just apply now so you don't have to pay that extra money. I'm also going to work on, you know, so that um, when uh, folks come, you won't have to worry about hotel, um, that, um, you know, everybody will stay the same place, but um, you will be you will be um, accommodated. Um, all you'll have to, you know, think about is your airfare to come. Um, so, you know, we're giving you enough time. It's September. This is now November, you know, almost December. You've got you know, approximately 10 months to, you know, start putting something aside for your airfare to come, um, you won't have to worry about um, accommodations. Exactly. And, uh, Pastor Ryan, I'll get with you on that as well, because uh, if those who are can pay, we got pay. I, right now, we started right now, we got payment plans available. Amen. Amen. Um, amen. So I got... I've been trying to work out a plan in my head, so I'll pass them and I'll get with you on the rest of it. So, again, please let me know because I really would love to get everyone together so we have a plan and get everything um, in order. And so that way we will um, be ready uh, this time because I I feel like we need to meet. Um, We see each I mean, like last time, anybody was looking last time, we had an awesome, awesome time. And Sister Monica holds little owes me some jerk some uh, jerk chicken. So, <laughs> so I have like I want to tell I have not forgotten. I want a plate of jerk chicken because she told me one I had one sister. So I'm like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> so um, again, just send me inbox me. Um, I can also do travel arrangements for train, plane, and bus tickets as well. So once we get the uh, once we get a committee and everybody together, then we can give everybody a most definite plan. Amen. Amen. So those who I didn't see last time, I'm not calling you out or anything, but be not calling you out anything, but be prepared. Somebody might come by your house and pick you up. Amen. So, with that being said, um, tonight, let, us, let us close. Father God, right now, watch me, the sun's precious blood again. Forgive me of my sins, these thoughts, and actions. Anything that's not of you are doing is to repent, and I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name is Jesus. Um, Father God, right now, I thank you that we come once again in your house and in your presence, Father God. I thank you for the blessings that we we have received. I thank you for the lesson. I thank you for the deliverance. I thank you for everything that you have done thus far. So, God, we bless you. As we go forth, Father God, we ask your angels to go forth before us, Father God. We ask the atmosphere to be cleared and we should be protected under your, under your covenant arc of safety right now, Father God. And God, as we end. May, as the Lord would say, may the Lord bless and keep thee. May the Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Uh, sleep with God's angels, everyone. Good night. God bless you. Have a blessed night, everybody. Recover you all under the blood of Jesus. Okay.
Okay.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.